So without further ado, Jerome, enough of me running my dang mouth. Give the people what they want, an intro about you, talk about Vets Who Code for a second, talk about what you do now, and then, and then we'll dive into our topic. Roger that. Uh, name's Jerome Hardaway. Uh, basically, if you see me on Twitter running my mouth all the time, I talk about everything when it comes to veterans, technology, helping juniors get jobs in tech uh, from underrepresented communities, and uh, training veterans. I am the, uh, I prefer to geek at arms because I'm not 35 yet. I'll start using that executive director term when I turn 35 uh, in August. But uh, basically, I'm the I'm the executive director for Vets Who Code. I help veterans transition to technology by teaching them service technologies and now soon some cooler things that we haven't dropped yet uh, <laughs> that you guys are going to be really excited when you see. And I am a senior software engineer at Microsoft that I'm like really doing a bunch of crazy things with Azure and data engineering stuff. And it's been the most insane experience of my life because I am not a data engineer by trade. So it's pretty fun, but that's me in a nutshell. You are muted. Sorry, this is my first time doing this. I'm <laughs> muted. So that's why we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about that. We're talking about so many topics. I feel like this thing's going to go nine hours. Jerome and I, I think could do, you know, those marathons that people do like on TikTok and stuff where they're just live for nine hours. I think Jerome and I could just do that. So we could. I think people don't see the conversations that you and I have, and we could just talk for like you know what, literally you know, let's eight hours. Let's not now, not now, but let's let's do it. Maybe like one Saturday or something, and let's just get our let's get our friends, let's get our friends, and let's just have them come on, pick times, you know, thirty minutes within the dev community, and let's just do like a live stream, just like for nine hours. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think We'd have to do it for like charity or something. Like yeah, no, like, I'm hey, down. Hey, baby, I'm gonna something. be on. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. be on the internet for nine hours. I'll talk to you later. She was like, "What? What? Yeah." Like, she's like, "Okay, yeah. I'm going to brunch. Bye." Yeah. Or uh, maybe you, you maybe hang out with the. Uh, hey, like, we'll, hang we'll, out, hang out we'll, with your nerd friends. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. I, but I think I think that is something. So we had a bunch of people kind of chime in here. Joe, good morning. Schuster, good morning. Andrew, good morning. Caleb, good morning. Um, hey, real quick before we dive in, I keep saying before we dive in. Hey, I'd love to know what screen is, the screen is behind you, Jerome. Jerome, you want you wanted to talk about that screen real quick because I was fascinated with it too before we went live. Copy. All right. So this is called a Vibe Smart Board. I've been using it to workshop a lot of ideas so for remote teaching. So essentially, I, like, I have a keyboard here that when I'm on the internet, I can I can see. I just pressed it. So I can literally, if you can't see my mouse, I can move around. So it's essentially like a big a giant tablet, right? So I get on here, like if I was teaching, for instance, about trying to talk about, make sure I had the right thing pick. So it was like the difference between var and let, right? And when, when it comes to variables, and like, you know, var is for global scope, while let is for That's lexical. Cool or block yeah sure i know exactly so, what you're saying jerome exactly well like yeah so if i'm like when you guys are when the people who are there at home sitting here and i'm talking about this and i can you know write about this so i've been workshopping and this is what you know this is what i use this for <laughs> i love that um, yes yeah. nerding out with on the like and like workshopping coming up with ideas on how to you know be a more efficient teacher when it comes to helping veterans learn how to code and i've been Absolutely. doing stuff with like python and everything on this thing so. i love that i love that great question matthew <laughs> i thought the same thing too when, when we popped on the call so all right let's dive in remote work remote 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 you know, companies are, you know, now they're talking about that's the, that's the bare minimum. There are still companies that wanting people on site, like Jerome, let's talk about this. So the first question I want to tee up is, um, is remote here to stay? And, and, and then the second part of that question is what do companies need to be mindful of right now, moving forward with this kind of, I guess, new era we're in right now? Um, Yes, remote is here to stay. The thing, well, first and foremost, remote is, how the best way to say this? 
remote isn't here to stay because it's always been here. The thing is that it went from just like how the internet went from a nice to have to now a thing you need if you want to like really step up in the world. That's where remote is right now. Now remote is a thing that, you know, you need if you wanna, cause talent isn't, you know, we've proven, we have the data, talent isn't, work isn't going to move just for the job because we there's no evidence that the talent needs to move just for the job right and uh we have a situation right now where the there are companies that are deciding that you know what screw the data we're going to just go ahead and leverage our brand and our big name power and we sure will you know lose those that big talent to attrition or whatever because we're trying to get people move in and we'll have those uh, those people who are ready and hungry to come in with us but smaller companies they're seeing this and they're like you know what you, i got a there's an Apple engineer in St. Louis that makes 180K at Apple, but she don't want to move her family to yeah. back to Apple. So yeah. like, this is a good move where I can be like, Yo, I'll try to be competitive. But one thing you'll never have to worry about is, you know, change from remote. And that's where companies need to be like, right? You know, they need to scream remote first. Right? Right. You need to be screaming to the top because that, you know, is the most attractive thing, especially for underrepresented people in technology. Yeah. Remote is because, you know, coming from my background, my story, remote is what got me here today was mm -hmm. because I was the person where I was looking around in my hometown. I was like, y'all have no idea what real technology is because I just mm -hmm. left. Um, I just left New York. So I went back to Memphis like, you know, there's a, you know, situations where, hey, People who think they're smart aren't that smart because they're in their silos of their hometowns and communities. Right. It would be great to uh, create opportunities, particularly for veterans who usually don't move any further from either their hometown or no more than 50 miles from their hometown or 50 miles from their last base yeah. to, you know, bring that Silicon Valley, New York style of education directly into their home. I didn't even so think I, about that. I yeah, that, that was my idea in 2013. And all these old dudes looked at me like, you are insane. And then, you know, a year later, I'm shaking the president's hand. So like that's, you know, that's how mm. it worked out. So I'm a, the biggest proponent of like of this remote work, work yep. remote world, because I know that it lowers the barrier on so many things. It lowers Absolutely. the barrier on what you can do in your free time, how you spend your family. I saw someone try to share data that, you know, the same amount of work is getting done in the same, over the course of 24 hours, but it's going from like eight hours to 12 hours and like, you know, parents and stuff where, um, we're the ones whose productivity within the short time spent eight hours were losing. I was like, oh, you mean the parents are doing the things that they can do for their children and like they're doing the things they can do with each other where they would otherwise have to take things, uh, take stuff off the like time off, right? So you're calling building healthy relationships and taking care of your children productivity loss. Oh, you're a jerk. I'm, I'm done with this conversation. Dude, dude that's what I'm saying. That's what like, I'm saying. Ooh, well, no, hey, real, real, real quick, I want to give shout outs to a few more people that have, <clears throat> have come in. Andrew was commenting on your whiteboard. Dude, that's rad. Schuster called you out and said, wearing jeans, dressed up for this. Yes, Jerome has been looking forward to catching up with me, Schuster. Um, Matthew goes, vibe, smart board, must have that. Thanks, Jerome. Um, Kathy goes, good stuff. I love remote work. I feel like that could be laser focused on a task. And I hope more companies embrace it. I think they are, and they're going to have to, and we're going to get into that. Uh, William Johnson, what's up, big dog? It's so good to see you. Uh, Andrew, yes, whatever Jerome said was fire. Uh, Schuster goes, remote is a game changer for, for folks in rural areas to have access to great opportunities. Absolutely. And then, um, uh, Jenny, what's going on, girl? It's good to see you as well. So, so let's talk. So, with Jerome, what would you say? <clears throat> Because we've been sharing some notes. We got on 15 minutes just to chop it up before this. And, and, I, and I told Jerome, I said, hey, I had this conversation with, with, with somebody in Nashville. And they're like, hey, can you give me Nashville rates? And I said, oh, no, no. Originally, they said, hey, can you give me software engineering rates? And I said, sure, here's what I'm seeing. And they were like, well, they're not going to pay that in Nashville. And I said, it, it doesn't matter. That's like ge geography doesn't matter anymore. And, and so, like, what are your thoughts on that for companies? Like, what should companies, again, like my show, I want to speak to the candidate, the job seeker, and I want to speak at companies too, because I think companies, <laughs> I would argue, need more help sometimes than the job seeker. But what would you say right now to companies who are not paying their people 
and then not allowing remote work or mostly remote. Fire whoever that top that is trying to oh. keep you from doing that. That's what oh. I'm going to say because you don't think you're losing, but you're losing. Because by the time you decide to evolve and get into that mind space, all the top talent's going to be gone and you're going to leave the crap, um, be left with the, the scraps. And I'm not calling people scraps, but I'm just saying you're not going to have the best talent. We're only looking at it from that point. You need to fire, I mean, CEO, everybody board needs to have a real tough conversation with the CEO. Like, look, this isn't going away. We have to make a decision. And the, there's only really one decision that's been kind of made for us, right? Right. So there's no there's no way around it. You're not going to get, you know, Schuster is a great example. Schuster is out in Seattle. He works out in, um, at Eventbrite in Nashville. Uh, he's one of my troops. And the, the dude, he's he's getting making great money in Nashville because Eventbrite realized, you know, we have to, you know, we, we have to be competitive and we're not going to say, oh, you have to move from Seattle to, you know, Nashville just to be here when, you know, we, we don't have the data to support that you have to do that because they already have teams in multiple places, right? A lot of these, especially a lot of these bigger companies, they already have this stuff, right? Right. So, uh, I would, I mean, if you're not going to, if the, now if the CEO doesn't want to get fired, the CEO needs to be like, all right, so what do we need to do to create a remote community? Not culture. Culture is, culture kills, right? Because what you're doing when you start doing culture, you start pattern matching for the things that the people up top like that makes them comfortable versus mm. the thing that's going to make the company better so then you're like all right so how do we make our community right you know the thing we have to do like military is a community it's not a culture we right. all have different walks of life like from in the military but in the end we also we have these things that guide our community towards these like different these things right from the mil from our core values to the constitution all these that. things right so that's where i i'm very big i'm anti-culture and i'm always about you know what we gotta do community so that's the Ooh, first thing you have that. to do that'll preach that'll preach yeah <laughs> yeah so you you know you have to focus on the community and like how do we make our remote community make you know make sense so people are can be bring their so whole selves to work and so I want to talk yes. about that and, and a few other things. People, people coming in again, again, add us, comment us. If you have questions, <laughs> comments, concerns, like I said, I, we could do this all yeah, we could do day. this for a bit. So, <laughs> so Scott, Scott coming in from Texas. I love it. It's good to see you, buddy. Joseph goes remote. Remote can give life and opportunities back to small towns. Hey, listen, listen, I've known so many engineers. Jerome's one of them. Now, granted, he moved to Atlanta. That's not, that's not like moving out of a big town. He, he moved to a bigger town, but people are moving out of Nashville. Like all my friends, all my dev friends, are like moving um and because because again like they don't have to be i mean even my wife and i are thinking about moving to columbia like an hour outside of town right because i'm mainly remote now um so pedro goes what are some negative points and, and i have a thought we're going to get back to culture or community in a second pedro what are your neck uh, pedro goes what are negative points that a company can state about working remote and how can a job seeker counter them i'm ensure in an interview so like Yep. I love oh, this because I've been seeing you because you know I have an answer for everything because uh, I read all day. So basically, what I've been seeing the counterpoints, and this is fun, right? My, my biggest counterpoint that I've been able to use with companies is what they've been using is that they feel. So what it what that means is that there is no data to support their decisions. Somebody makes more money than somebody else that, that some they want people here you saw in the apple um letter today apple never said anything about data correlating for like the data correlation of like how innovation works when it's closer when they, everybody's in the same room collaborating they never said that because they don't have the data to support that mm. so whenever you see, hear the word feel no that has absolutely nothing to do with your work and your abilities. It's somebody that makes more money than the other person and they're pushing that. And so that's what I've been like countering with. Like, all right, so where's the data that corresponds with this? Um, with this? Because mm. right now it's just a belief. It's not mm. fact, right? And I, what I am asking you is to go off the same processes that you would make any other business decision in your company, which is you're gonna actually, you know, Apple isn't gonna, you know, just drop the next I, whatever. Right. They're going to do the data, do the user research. They're going to you know, they're going to correlate that 
of that one piece, that one pager to make sure that everyone knows what's going on, right? right. This is a solid bet, right? So what, what companies are, especially the bigger guys right now, what they're trying to do is that they're hoping that their brand will be the thing that it is forced to come in. Yeah. So like that, like, that's what I would use. I'd be like, all right, can you show me that? All I ask is for you to use the exact same rules that you would use for any other um, thing that you're bringing to market, any other decision that you're bringing to market that requires money, right? That's what they, that's what you say. That's what right. I've been saying. Like, you know what? If that's like, I've been saying that to everybody, like, show me the data. Like, just show me the data. Show me well, where you're the facts. Show me the facts. Like, I you just. Know, you don't have to. I would argue too, Jerome. You don't even have to go that far. Pedro, you can go. Why? 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 You said, <laughs> yeah. like, like if a company can't answer why, like that's it. Like, it, like if a, a lot of times companies are just doing this, and Jerome and I talked about this off air before we jumped on. Companies are stuck in this like way of thinking, right? This whole like Nashville, you know, what are the markets? You know, what what does it say in Nashville? Like, what are the salaries in that? Like, that's like those companies are backwards. It's backwards way of thinking. And, and if I were a job seeker, I would want to be with a forward thinking company, right? Then and this is where the remote thing, if you're a company, like you got to figure it out because not, this also, yep, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Not only that, you have to, as a, as a worker, as the workforce, as a talent force, we have more leverage right now than what we're looking at. The ever, real issue, ever. yes, this this has what the industrial revolution. This was the last time, or like, and right after World War II, like oh, these are oh, like oh. since like yeah. you know, that's when you know remote work is the health insurance from like revolution after World War II, where they had to use health insurance to attract workers to. Uh, to, to attract men to come to work for them um, during World War II because there were everybody was off at war, right? So now yeah. that's what remote work has become, right? And we we have to make sure they don't do what they've done to health insurance to remote work, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so this idea of what's going on, like let's use we're talking about Nashville, right? So let's talk. So let's talk about it. Where Amazon has a bunch of pilot stuff and like. Uh, what pilot is is payment in lieu of taxes. Um, for those of y'all who aren't on, who aren't on, into your local politics stuff, where they're also getting tax stipends for each uh, worker that they're bringing in from underrepresented community that's making a certain amount of money. So mm -hmm. basically, for every white collar worker that's in a protected class, mm -hmm. as well for they're getting money, they're getting ten thousand dollars, as well as they're getting payment with taxes for their building. But they still have to pay for this building, and they need you to come into these buildings or come to these locations. Right. Because guess what? If that taxes, if those taxes aren't coming in, aren't staying in Tennessee, that contract is void. Right. Mm -hmm. And the data that the companies have used to get those pilots and those deals from your like states and your city legislator legislator is based off of the data of you being in those buildings and your impact on the local and state economies. Right. right? So that's where a lot of this battling, this back and forth is coming from is the companies are in a hard place because it's much easier to sell you on their, you know, cool digs where they're getting all these, you know, these tax benefits for that they can write off on their taxes versus yeah. A, give you remote work and not have that leverage with your local legislatures and B, in the end, have to pay you more because that's what it's looking like, right? right? If they don't have the cool ping pong tables and the game room and look at all this stuff, that stuff has to get translated into money. Like, you know what? I have my own kitchen. You can give me money, money. to put I get my own food snack. in that kitchen. Yeah, I can get snacks. the snacks that I want, right? Yeah. So you don't, so, you know, I, this is that's what they're thinking. Absolutely. So, so Scott, so, so one thing I hear a lot of, from people pushing his collaborations better in person. Yeah, Scott. And this is what we've been talking about, right? Is like, you know, um, you know, Jerome's like, where are the facts, right? You know, well, why isn't collaboration better remotely? Right. And it's because I'm going to tell, yep, go tell y'all just like I told, like, I'm, I'm just tell y'all all the time. Whenever you hear someone say that, well, let, tell them, I know a dude who he and his friend built a whole nonprofit from with two different time zones. One was in Memphis, one was in New York, and they ended up being invited to the White House. So I don't, and then they did that in less than eight months. So I don't feel like the evidence is correlating 
with what you're saying because I'm seeing this. You know, yeah. you don't even have to. You don't even have to use me. Automatic WordPress, right? Everybody knows WordPress. They all they own what twenty two percent on the internet right oh, now. Really, a hundred percent remote. Like they they sold their headquarters uh, like years ago before the pandemic because they're like nobody's coming in so automatic is a really great um debate case study when people are trying to say about collaboration so my like, oh, automatic's been you know rocking the world for what 10 how long is, how old is like wordpress almost 10 15 years old, old. so yeah it's older like than my tech career at least so what there's like there has to be like i said in the end, you have to use data because the whole collaboration. I have a, I bought a board right here for yeah. this. My goal is at the end of the year be able to buy everyone who's doing instructor and doing Avesico, be able to buy them one of these uh Myrant's uh towers where they can have their mic right here and their video with a ring right here. So everybody can just have the exact same tools. My goal in two years is to be able to have everybody that's on instructors to have these type of boards, right? Yeah. This is how I, you know, this is how you do it. You don't think about, oh, well, it's better in person. Is it better in person or is it the way that you feel comfortable? You like being able to look out Boom. of your uh, office and seeing the conversations you want to, it's a lot of hard work. I mean, which isn't to just be able to text or slide someone a DM to be like, hey man, how you doing? versus um, turning around and being like going to the coffee. Like you got to get up at your seat, go to the water cooler, have conversations. 80% of the conversations in water coolers are fake, particularly if you're dealing with your underrepresented staff, yeah. right? If you have your women, your minorities, your LGBTQIA in there, have I'm just going to let you know you're only getting 30% of them at work. You're yeah. getting more of them when they don't have to pattern match for whatever is the uh, predominant like culture or gender type or like the yeah culture in the room yeah right i i'm a victim of that right well right. i'm not gonna say a victim but i'm an adapter of that i was at cbs i'm not a sports guy right but right. i'm in a room where majority sports do so guess yeah. what now i have to learn about football and you know i don't know anything about football i don't care about football but i have to learn about it football. because it helps with the office politics right yeah. so <laughs> i'm happy that i was like able to learn some stuff about like sports gambling and things sports like that. When it came to, yeah, when it came to data. Yeah, I called it sports ball. I was like, what is this garbage? Uh, but I learned a lot about like big data when it came to like like sports gambling and stuff. Yeah, well, I can't imagine. So like that is, you know, but I didn't care. And then I moved a comic book. I was super happy because I was like, oh, this is a team that speaks, you know, as the world's biggest Captain America fan. Like this is a, like when I say that, I think y'all think I'm lying. There's a Captain America shield over there. I'm not going to get out the camera or whatever. There's a giant Captain America shield right there. There's it. these two downstairs. There's Captain America stuff all over the place. The kids, they run around and they steal my stuff. So <laughs> all the time. But like that and tools like a great GitHub. They're yeah. doing so much stuff to make collaboration easy. Microsoft, yeah. they're doing so much stuff to make uh, collaboration easy easy is right. are is it that you just want to keep the tools that you want to keep or is it are you not really are you not really ready to evolve and that's why i said not honestly yet. the most efficient way for a company right now is just fire the person the loudest the, the person in charge just saying no get go to the board and get that guy fired or that yeah. girl fired like in my in my mind that's sure. right just fire the geezer i don't know <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. So, so we definitely had a lot of comments come in. So yeah, Seth says GitLab 2, 100% remote for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I want to go back to this community over culture in a second. <clears throat> Andrew, that's a beautiful explanation of the difference between community and culture. I'm adding that one to the book. Um, Seth, uh, you already missed the diagramming. Um, go rewind this when it when we're done and, and you can watch it's kind of cool yes remote allows you to wear hashtag tees and hawaiian shirts to work absolutely um and hash then flag. There it's a hash flag hash flag there you go i love that hash <laughs> flag. uh tyrone what's up big dog it's good to see you um yeah so um yes brandon wearing the duvin absolutely um so let's talk going back to community over culture and and we can riff on this and 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 if this winds us down we can without popping up another topic um how should companies develop community over culture being fully remote because i think what's going on is i think now listen i've had to let i've had to lead my team over the last year and a half through remote and it's hard 
It's hard. It is exponentially more work. You have to have, yes, you have to have more meetings. You have to check in with people more. You, you like, like you have to actually care about people more. Like to me on site is lazy. Remote is He's actually hard. hard. Yeah. You have to, first things first, you have to automate the processes of, you know, social, right. You have to do that work. It's like you're as a leader, it's like dating, but instead of like dating the person that you want, you're dating everyone, right? right so now right. you have to yeah. put in that dating awesome. effort, right? You know, like, okay, you, you see, I'm coming from a, you know, sister, a sister male background, right? So I'm like, you know, I like women. I'm not going to like not do the thing. Like I, I saw my wife, like when she invited me, like said, you want to go to brunch? Like I'm going to brunch. What are you doing? And I was like, yo, why didn't you invite me? And then she was like, oh, I didn't know you want to go. Well, come through. And I, I jumped up. I, I put on brand new Converse. I had a whole brand new shirt. I jumped on, I put on my favorite, good, my lucky, like black motorcycle jacket. I did all that. I made sure my hair was covered. I jumped in my car and I drove like 85 going like 85 and 70 all the way to downtown Nashville, right? That's it, because I wanted to make sure that we had that report and that culture. She knew that I was important to her, right? Same concept when you're a leader, right? You have mm. to automate mm. those processes for social, for you know, social cues, right? I have my emotion app. They know that, you know what, if you want a one-on-one, put it on there, right? So that's one thing. And they know that, you know, I try, one of the things I'm working really hard on doing is unless it's something that's private and I'm not going to be like, and I don't want to like go off on people on private for the most part. But so I'm trying to have as many conversations out in the open and BDOC in our main channel as possible because I don't want to do that unless it's something like super focus like our education right. uh track where we have like we're working on some stuff of data we're working on some stuff of mobile ios so unless those two things right there are like not in my um or you know those things they need to be to the side because that's a focused conversation but everything else is general put it in general minimize the, the number of channels right mm, yeah. so what so what you're doing when you do that is you're eradicating the clicks right because and you're leading First, right? They don't see you being clickish, so they're like, uh, being clickish is kind of frowned upon, right? So, like, don't do that. Like, let's all talk as much as we can in, you know, in public to collaborate. Right. That that way, you know, you're not, it's not even collaboration. It's just us being who we are, right? right. So, well, like, I that's don't, just how I do it. I've, I, I don't even know use motion, so I'm going to check that out. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, no I, it's one of my number one, it's one of my motion. Uh, motion, motion. Ironically, I don't use Calendly after I use after I switched to Motion. I oh so oh so Motion replaces Calendly. Oh, Motion is like Calendly on like steroids, right? No way. So, All right, oh, yeah. I'm gonna check this out. I'm actually just gonna throw it on my. I'm gonna throw it on my uh, web browser real quick so I don't forget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I use yeah. So I use like for me. I use Grammarly. I have all my apps that I use all the time right now. Grammarly, Obsidian, Notion, and Motion tab right here. So like that's one thing to have a plugin. I don't I see it all the time and it's just it's right there for me. And I use um what else do I use? Uh, Superhuman, right? So what, what's Superhuman? Superhuman is like a super like email like thing. So yeah, I, yeah. So I tried to sign up for that. They don't support Outlook. So uh, Vaco's on the on the Outlook suite. Yeah, so yeah. That, so well. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's like, and then I use Slack, right? So yeah. and, and I and I text, right? Because everybody has text messaging, right? That's the smartest yeah. thing. Like you know, how you'd be you'd be amazing. How many times, like going like Schuster, right? Schuster yeah. is like. Schuster's like my favorite person right now and of all of Bensu Coat because Schuster's went from Schuster, like he he proved me wrong, right? When he went first went through cohort, he was not the strongest programmer, but he was a great leader and he was a great collaborator. And he didn't let the fact that he was in Augusta and everybody else's other place stop him from growing. He got his first job um, three days after graduating. Then he had a second job, like four or five months after that. Then he did his, uh, he went and did, did a conference. He taught at a boot camp. Then he went to Amazon. Then he went to Eventbrite. And every time he's gotten better and better, he pushes 
the entire scope like of like a well like just a good developer like he he can code right. but he can collaborate he can collaboration he's not a robot and that's yep. why you don't need that in the workplace anymore you need coders yep. they can talk to people and schuster is a coder they can talk to people and schuster has a superpower that other people don't have right he, yeah that. Schuster listens and executes. Like Schuster yeah. is a person like he doesn't try to he does not try to he does not try to push the cheat code to fit his wants. If you say, "Hey yo, this is what's going to help your career go fastest." Schuster's going to do it. Right? And and then Schuster's going to like I've literally on two separate occasions with two separate people when the the only thing was they had a comment was Schuster and myself were also involved. And Schuster would do the thing that the other person would not do, and Schuster came out on top. And that's happened twice over the set of what three years, like I love that. that. I like you know, Schuster is like my favorite person. The Schuster's a goat. He does. I say, hey, oh, you should do this for your career. He might be resistant to it, but he'll like you know what? I'm gonna do it because I trust you. And then he'll not, do it. Not, like, he was not a robot. That's a compliment. <laughs> hey, I want to get to. I, I want to get to Brandon's question here because I'm curious. Because Jerome, you've definitely built a following too. How does creating community in a company and cultivating a community with your social media following compare? We're all human. Surely they're similar. I will say this because I think Jerome just said it. It's about collaboration and engagement, right? To be a good leader within an organization and to build community within your organization, you need to have engagement skills. You need to have collaboration skills. You need to listen. You need to be open to criticism. And I think that's the exact same way on social media. You need to engage. What I do here, everybody, I try to throw up every comment I can. Like you have to engage. I know Jerome does an amazing job with that on Twitter with him as well, with his following. You have to engage. So Jerome, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on that. I don't call them following on Twitter. I just call them friends. Like I tell people like networking, yep. like followers, all, all that stuff is weird. Like I'm just like networking is making friends with people who like to make money the same way you like to make yep. right? Same yep. way like on Twitter, it's like I'm, in, I'm, I'm talking to people that have the same, um, you know, upsides and downsides are trying to make each other better at the same time, right? I don't yeah. look at the numbers like that. Um, now, when it comes to building that same type of communities, like creating community and company and stuff, you have to, um, the best way that I, the old way, which is why it's failing right now, is I give you money, you do what I say. Hmm. And all you're doing is you're just creating a place of transaction where the minute you stop giving the person what they want uh, or what they need, then yeah. you're inefficient and useless. What you need to be doing, especially when situations like, you know, you're at work and, you know, a pandemic pops off one day, right? Pandemic pops off. Y'all, y'all not forget. We were all at work Wednesday and then Thursday. We were all told to stay home. <laughs> That's what happened. Like we were like, why we gotta stay home? What's going on? Do I need my firearm? Someone give me some data. <laughs> like, yeah. So like, what's like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the liquor store because I don't. Whatever's happening, I don't want to be sober through it. Uh, <laughs> I have I learned my my engineering manager to tell I said Jerome I feel bad that I just went to the liquor store at the start of the pandemic because I'm like I don't know what's happening but if, if we're not going to survive it I want to be drunk and I was That's like you know amazing. what I feel you man <laughs> so um, you have to add value add value <laughs> add yep. value yep. and ask right wow. so for every ask it's like. I call it social equity, right? I'm always mm. trying to give double. The, I'm trying to put. I'm trying to put double that I'm putting in a savings account than I'm taking out because I know that that's a penalty when I take out, right? It's like even when I raise, like when I raise funds for Vetsu Code, right? Mm -hmm. I one thing I'm doing now, I'm focusing more on GitHub sponsors because I want to grow that so people can see the work, and that forces me to be more open source mind and oriented, right? So I can continue right. to focus on giving, putting value first, right? Second thing I'm doing is like, we only do it like two, three times a year because I want to focus on giving value, not raising money, right? right. So that's the process, right? Give value, give value, give value, ask. That's the secret of trying to get a job, right? Are you giving, uh, everybody wants, um, People want people they don't feel like they have to babysit, right? Like they don't care if you have to ask questions or not, but they do care about the fact that they have to tell you something, right? So, like for instance, I tell like these junior engineers, okay, you're you you learn front end, 
what did you do about GitHub Actions? Oh, you didn't build any, like you had to look at it from the point of view of a hiring manager. I'm gonna be looking at, you're a front end developer and do I care about you knowing every, like every front end framework? No, I care about you being okay and able to learn. Mm -hmm. They to tell me how you learn, but able to, you know, and know that even if you haven't been, ex been working with the stuff, you're exposed to the things that are modern, right? right. For instance, if you're talking about, you put GitHub on your resume and I go to your GitHub account, and you have not done a README profile, instant red flag. That's been around for a year. That's an easy way to sell yourself for a job. If you don't have one, I'm going to take it to the like, A, you're not keeping up with the platform that you're saying that you're on regularly, or right. B, you're lazy. Either way, it's not a good sign, right? Mm -hmm. It's not, that's not what you want in a bag of the head of a hiring manager, right? right. So that you have to think like, you know, you have to think like that. Everybody's talking about remote work. I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing to showcase that? You know what? You, you the same, you know, you same beast with the different animal. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, that's what I tell people, right? Like I, I have a track record of being a rock star in remote environments, right. Or right. doing, or, you know, or not even being a rock star, just regularly doing a constant output of work. Right. Same right. with you, Taylor pandemic hit. You didn't, Oh, twiddle your thumbs. Try to figure out what you got to do. You went, Oh, I'm gonna start a podcast. I'm start talking to people. I'm yeah. going to, you know, I'm living my best life at home. We're going to party inside. That's what we're going to yeah. do. With lots right? of coffee. Lots <laughs> yeah. of coffee. So like, that's the same, that's the same ideal, same construct. Yeah. Right. So people have to think about that. And people have to think about that as well. Right. Oh, so, that's what you have to do. You have to just keep adding value before you ask. Is there somebody that needs help? Go help them. Don't look for the thing that's out. Like the same way it goes back, like just how you build like your Twitter stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, or your link or your LinkedIn. Me and Brian, Brian Holt, right? We yep. talk yep. more about food and travel than we talk yeah. about JavaScript. Yeah, Jason. Well, and I, I, I think I think what you're about to say is going to answer Schuster's tip about how build empathy for remote. I think it's being human. So keep going. I, yes, I think it's about being yeah. human. My network. I know everybody who's a rock star who you look up to because of what they do or coding. I look up to and I respect them for who they are beyond coding. Right. right. Like I like how I like Angie Jones. We could talk about how much and DevRel. Let's talk about how great of a human being she is and where I she's I need to get Angie from. on this. Can yes, you, you do. Make intros because I DM I her and I'm sure she's overwhelmed. She, she didn't get back to me. I, I love to get Angie on. I'll definitely try to make that uh, make right, that cool. happen, man. Uh, Angie, you know, Angie Air Air Fryer Nation, right? Like if you He's you got to awesome. come, to, yeah, you got to come through with like, oh, Angie does Air Fryer. Jason Lorgan stuff he does. Uh, he's always about burgers, and he's the boop king, right? You go to his website, he's like forty five million boops. Well, Sarah like Jason, like like I just interviewed Jason Langstorff at Netlify. Langstorff, sorry, yeah, yeah, right. and um, uh, he loves corgis. He and I were texting because I'm yeah. a corgi, and like. You know what I'm saying? Like people yeah. sometimes don't care about the latest version of React you're on. People care actually like maybe what's your favorite food. Or that's how you start, right? Let's go, you know, let, you know, just like once again, dating with my wife. Uh, yes, dude, my wife was hot. So much correlation. But I focused on all the other things beyond so my wife being hot. That let her know that guess what? He's actually listening and looking to me at, at me as a human being, and he's not talking to me because I'm hot. Now I get to get in a position where I get to just talk about how hot she is, right? So like that is the like that's it, right? Do you go into a date uh, with a person that you like and like like, yo, you're hot. Let's do this. Like, yeah. you're you're hot. I I like people who are hot. Let's go for it. Like, no, you don't do that. It's like, yo, so tell me your favorite color. What type yeah. of cars you like? Oh, wow, you're an outside person. Oh no, I might not be an outside. Mm -mm. No, I can't mm -hmm. do that. Mosquitoes eat outside. me alive. Like, right? <laughs> like, no, I'm a sun boy. I like yeah. air conditioning. So, like, you know, that's how it starts, right? You have to focus on the person before you yep. focus on the thing, right? And that's what. A lot of people are missing. I was talking about the job, but I'm like, do you even know the company culture that you want to be a part of, the company community that you want to be a part of before you even go on jobs? Like that would yeah. help you be able. Um, Tony, Tony, I think I can't pronounce any of his last name. I'm, I don't want to mess it up on here. Is D I N G H right? 
He is right now. I'm his biggest fanboy because he builds stuff for Twitter on his own free time as an indie hacker. That's the coolest stuff. Like well, you can follow him, dude. You have to find. He has this. Andy he has his, He's an indie hacker. Oh, indie. Do you, uh, do, you, do you know what his username on Twitter is? I'm about to find it for you right now. And this is how this is how it's done. We're talking about things that we love, and we're like, oh, what's that dude's name? Like, so there we go. It is. Oh. Tony uh, is T-D-I-N-H underscore M-E. He's software right. engineer, indie hacker. He does. He creates uh, all this time, cool. Say it one time, Tony. Yeah, Tony. For those of you guys, let me make sure. Tony, D-I-N-H. So, so what's so what's his, so what's his uh, username again? At T-D, I'm sorry, at T-D-I-N-H underscore M-E. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm speaking fast because... I am one of his biggest fans, right? He builds it. things for Twitter. Like he has a uh, he has a plugin, he has a platform where you can say how many Twitter followers you're trying to get. Really? And yes, and like you go to his uh, outline. I mean, you go to his homepage, right? I mean, his this ring it updates as he gets closer to his goal. No way! In real time, right? No way! This right uh, here, here is, I'm going to throw Yeah, you got to do it. Up, everybody. Right here, this special thanks to the last few followers. You follow him, that header will change automatically. He uses the Twitter API to do that. He's built tools that you can do it too. I am his biggest fan because he's doing things in a manner that Twitter isn't doing things or like they're so busy trying to find a way to monetize the most popular people in hopes that they can you know get like five percent and get more people from like youtube and instagram like right. those influencers on a twitter that they're not thinking of the innovative stuff that makes you know the normal person want to stay on right, right? the normal right. business right and tony's doing it and he's doing it better than like he's doing it better. How do you do Twitter better than Twitter? How do you do Twitter tech well, better than Twitter? So, so <laughs> it, like, when, when's your next meeting? Like, I, I, I mean, we're chop, we're forty five minutes. No, man. Like, this is how like, I get excited for this. My next meeting is at eleven thirty, but I don't think he's here. Like, it's kind of weird. But yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so this is so so this is an example too. So the guy fell. His name's Quinny Pig. On yes. Twitter. Dude, he listen. Obviously, Jerome and I are talking about Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, I think it's a great tool. I've actually given a live show before, like in the last week. If you go to my YouTube on like how to kind of start on Twitter, um, I think it's a great tool. One of the things that he did, which I think is huge, and then I interviewed who did I interview Joe Joe Carlson at MongoDB Dev Developer Advocate. He's like a TikTok famous. I had him on Monday. Um, <laughs> we talked about this about building stuff and like like your portfolio should be like building stuff with a product or things that you like, right? So Pig went over this about, hey, you want to, he had this like long like Twitter thread and it was like how to do job search. And I slid into his DMs. He didn't get back to me. It's fine. But but like <laughs> I, I was like, hey, like I'd love to have you on to talk about this because one of his things was like, you want to interview at Stripe? Prototype, like develop something, prototype with a Stripe tool and then send it to an engineering manager there and go, hey, did I do this right? Or what are your thoughts on this? Leverage it for networking. Leverage it to slide into the DMs. And, and so it shows the company that you actually like are interested in their product. Like, I, like the lights turned on for me there. Uh, not only that, it just shows that you're doing things. I tell my students, all that Schuster will tell you, you've heard me say it on Twitter. I My, my story has not changed. Build a thing that people will use will get you a job faster than building just building since we've been on this call since we've been on this call i have an idea that i need built for staffing <laughs> like literally exactly. i wrote it down since we've been on the call like i need a way where it is an automated text message that goes out if you've met with me i need it sent to you every day and all you do is let me know that you're still in the market it's just yes yes it's just all it is. Yeah, like an SMS or like SMS or something, email. And it's just, a, are you on the market? Yes, yes, yes. And then that way I can continually sell you. And then if you're not, then you say no, and then I'm done. And then I don't yeah, sell you, you anymore. No, no more subscribe. Yeah, it's like SMS or like a crawling job that sends an email automatically, right? Okay. So like I understand that type of stuff. People love that type of stuff. You have to think about, and I'm pretty sure you can do that with Twilio as well. Like you need to get Corey on here. Matter of fact, 
I'm going to connect you with Corey and Corey, you got, that'd be something that can be done on Corey's shop with .net, right? Like you guys be on his Twitch and you all do that stuff. Like he, and he's a Tulio dev evangelist. So he always, uh, he's looking for this type of stuff yeah. all the time. Right. So I just think people need to I understand that when it comes to your job search, focus on the person, not the company, right. focus on the product, focus on building products that you love, not a portfolio. I tell people all the time, I built one thing. I did it the right way, the well way. Oh, I, I didn't even do it the right way. I built in public, did it. And I'm not one of those devs. I'm like, oh, well, you don't have to do it this way. Yes, you're absolutely right. You do not have to build in public. You don't have to write. You don't have to do talks. You don't have to do meetups. You don't have to do blogs. You don't have to do any of this type of stuff. Uh, you don't have to do video stuff. But guess what? You're Now you're in a rat race with everyone else. You're competing with everybody else is doing the exact same thing you're doing. So if you want to compete with the do with everyone else and be in that pool, Fine, but don't get mad at the results that you're having by competing. We're doing the exact same thing that everybody else is doing. And right. don't get mad at the people who are doing going above and beyond and are leapfrogging you who you feel like you might be better at on paper. I've had that happen at Betsuko when I had a troop that's like, Am I bad at this? I'm like, No, you're not bad at this. This person just leapfrogged you because they were willing to do the work that you didn't want to do, right? right. So right. Like, don't, and you know, victory, my favorite saying uh, when it comes to type of stuff is victory is for those willing to pay its price, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Schuster in three, four years, he's jumped to a senior engineer with fandom experience, big tech experience, um, coming from a boot camp as a second career dev. Mm -hmm. And half the time that like, I mean, half the time it took me to do it. And, and half the time it takes most people to go to college to do it because he was willing to do the things that other people weren't willing to do. Right. right? right. Same concept with like your job search. You have to. All right. If you are on your job search, like uh, Scott Hanselman says it best, you can't teach height. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you can't teach height, what you need to focus on is all the skills around it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, OK, you can't teach being the tallest basketball player in the game, but you can practice your free throws, get your percentages higher. You can't yeah. focus on your ball control and get that. You can't focus on being more um, aggressive and more in the paint um, better. you can focus on your hand eye coordination or your range of your eyesight to make sure that, you know, you see the person who's open and you're not a ball hog and, you know, the coach knows that you're going to see that open man and you're going to get that ball to that open man and yeah. he doesn't have to he just says yo get the ball here and be here like or you can be a better team player you can showcase that collaboration let's say for instance easy front end development is still the easiest level for getting into a job right, right. because it's easy to show the work but you're a back end developer right yep. we talk about collaboration let's talk about yo this is how i collaborated with a front end developer to create this Auto this visual like data models were using uh, D3 as well as the Python that I, the Python script or data sets that I was using to tell this story about this stuff. People don't think like that are front end, right? Show how you work with a back end developer right. about this UX, right? Talk about, oh, this is how I did this design when I saw these flaws, accessibility. Uh, oh, this is a um, this is a report that I did audit. These are the things I did. This is how I changed it and fixed it, right? Because right. if you're if you're talking about accessibility, but you don't know what a skip to main link is, I'm gonna be like, um, you don't know how to implement that. Like that's basic HTML, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Use the skill that you want to get hired for. Build products based love that. on that, and then you're that. you're you're going you're going to win, and that and you make it and it's all about front loading and putting all the odds on your side yep. so that the companies when they come back with that oh we don't do remote they can't you know there's no argument right yep. like people it's very hard to tell me at this phase of my career that you are uncertain about my abilities to work remote when i yep. at this point in my because i have all yep. this stuff that i've done remotely and your your current mission is how do I find the proper motivations to get you to do what you did for yourself on your own for me? I've changed okay. the conversation when a person tries to hire me. It's not about remote or not remote. How can I get you to be you, but for me? Like, how do I get that type of drive, the type of passion, the type of thing that gets you to wake up at zero dark 30 and jump on your computer and build things for other people and write things yeah. for other people? How do I get that for me? Right? How do I get how do I pay you to do that for me without like making you absolutely hate your life.
That's that's what you want to do. That's why you want to do all these proactive things. That's why you want to focus on doing things in certain manners and building products and what we're saying, because they're the companies, they're on their heels. Right. Yeah. You have to think like that. You know, this is a fight. This isn't a you know, you can't think like the academia. This is a dynamic combat combat environment. And they're on the hill. They're retreating, but they're doing their last stand. So you have mm. to figure out, like, how do I make you lose, make you feel like you won? Right. Mm. But that's all they really want to do. They don't want to look like they lost. Right. Mm. They don't want like, that's literally 80 yeah. percent of this game is winning without um, looking like you uh, winning without them thinking that they lost. And right. then you have to think about like, the, you know, a lot of these people, they're reading the same books you read on, com on military strategy and things. And the first move of, of the first uh, law of business and power is that power does not move. That's why they're trying to come with these things like, oh, hybrid stuff before you even ask. And they're not negotiating. Right. Yeah. So use this stuff as your, you know, use this stuff as your advantage. Like Taylor and I were both great, great examples of people who use doing things at home, build a remote to get the type of life they wanted. Because somebody's like, I'm just going to pay you to be the rock star you are for yeah. us. Can you do yeah. what you do for us? Yeah. Like, you know, I get to work on my own nonprofit. I get yeah. to work at one of the top 10 companies in tech. Yeah. I get to. Uh, consult with one of the hottest, uh, well, not hottest, uh, one of the best uh, nonprofits that is near and near to my heart on top of my other nonprofit, right. right? I get to help youth villages, like with their mission of building technologies and making their technology better to help kids like find homes, right? right? So I get to do all of this because I've showcased, you know, my ability to work remote. So that is like what you have to, when a person says, oh, we don't do remote work, well, you're stopping me from helping veterans and children. So like Boom. kind of an asshole right now. <laughs> I think I, was like, I, I can't say that. <laughs> I, I think we ended on that. I, like I think that was a great way to end it. That was a great way to end it. Listen, Jerome, thanks again, man. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. I honestly like we've kept an insane amount of viewers throughout this hour. So Jerome, I think we're on to something. I'm for real. We Let's should do schedule. this more often. Say what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So again, y'all, thanks for hanging out this morning, Jerome. You're amazing, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I, oh, I appreciate you, you more than you know. Um, everybody, go connect with Jerome on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, just connect with him on LinkedIn. Um, and uh, Twitter is the easiest. Twitter is the easiest way to reach me. Yep. Especially, and that's like the lowest. Especially if you're looking for help or advice, that's yep. the lowest term of barrier. People are always DMing me. It's easier to get me on DMs than it is on phone at this point in my yep. life, right? Yep. So that's what you know. Follow me on Twitter. Find find me if you have questions or you want. Uh, you, even if you want to set up a one on one, like I just had a one on one with Becca, and I'm really good with finding that problem that you're not talking about. And she even said, like, no, he read the room and he gave me the advice I needed. Like that's, you know, even though I was like, yo, I just brought up Jesus and future in a conversation that's worth 65% of the time, but like, I still got my message across and I was able to help her like clear the, you know, clear some of the doubts in her head. That's yep. what I do. That's my, I guess that's my superpower. I get to tell you like, yo, like you're, you're a boss. Stop being an idiot. And exactly. Stuff, I love that. Right? I love that. Well, again, thanks y'all. <laughs> Appreciate it. Jerome, you have a great rest of your day, big dog. And we'll talk soon. Roger that. See you later.